she says Gladys. It's like Welcome back to the Lodgecast. This is your host with the most, Pastor Cody. And uh, tonight, I'm actually, this is a super special podcast. I'm joined by our high school boys campfire group. Can you guys give a big like, woo! So they can hear you. Woo! Wow, that's, that's a bass, right? They didn't have that in the middle school ones. Um, there's a reason. Puberty. Uh, so, but tonight, tonight we're talking about, we, we did week two of our series, The Good Life. And we're talking about what it means to have a full and good life. And really, what, what does that, what does that entail, Right. We talked about a lot of times when we think about the good life, what do we think about? What are some things that you think about when you think about the good life? I think what I think about in the good life, I think, is living for Jesus and like following his ways and his word. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And we talked about like how that that is really what we should view the full life as, right? Like we should view the good life as following Jesus, loving the Lord. But what, Carver, what, what do a lot of times, what do we view it as? ourselves yeah right and stuff right like stuff outside of ourselves like when i think about what would make what would make my life better i think about stuff normally don't you mark i mean you think about stuff like yeah so what are what are some what are some things uh what are some things that we talked about tonight as far as like how do we how do we how do we capture that full life like what what should we be doing what are some things that we should be doing get get away from the pattern of thinking about worldly possessions and stop thinking put me first you need to well this was it wasn't really said but what i was thinking um surround yourself with other godly people that are going to help you stay on track to be living a good life oh yeah absolutely absolutely we talked about john fifteen five, which is you know um for i'm the vine you are the branches if you remain in me and i in you um the you will bear much fruit we're talking about the fruits of the spirit but part of part of that is like a vine apart from the actual bundle dies right like it has to stay just like just like anything else like it has to stay with the bundle to be to be uh to have nutrients to to stay alive so you think about like a grapevine any vine that's not stuck right that's not that's not associated with it dies off so there's there's a lot to be said about staying together so what are what are some ways what are some ways that you think are good to build a good fellowship with like other guys like i've had Many different friend groups, and essentially it comes down to who who do you feel right with? Who do you feel safe with? Like, I've been with friends, and I've had feelings of guilt, like, you know, was that a smart decision and stuff like that? And people I'm with now, I know they're not going to pressure me into doing anything, and I know they're excited to go to youth group on Wednesday with me, which is makes me feel so much safer with my religion and yeah. that I won't have people trying to change my thoughts. Yeah, that like when you go, you're not going to be made fun of. Oh, you're going to youth group. Yeah, oh, good job. Like, yeah, I totally get it. Um, how how do you do? You guys feel like you have friends like that? Do you feel like you have your friends that are like are supportive of your faith and your life? Like, you, I mean, what do you think? No, no, that's a hot take. All right. So, what do you want me to describe here? Well, I mean, you could just talk about like what what are, what are your friends like. Your friends that, that you feel like don't support, you don't have to say names, don't say names, but like talk about how that makes you feel. Um, well, it doesn't hurt me personally because all I need is really God mm-hmm. and all I can do is give it my best to tell them about Jesus. So yeah. it's yeah, like whatever I can do is what I can do and whatever I can't is what yeah. I can't. So would you say would you say that like you have you like the relationships 
that where your friends are, are Christians and they love the Lord more than you engage in those relationships where the people don't? No, I wouldn't say that because, I mean, it's e- sometimes easier to talk to Christian people, mm-hmm. but in the Bible it says it's not like, it, I don't know, is it the rich that need the, like, not the rich, but like that need Jesus, but yeah, the poor. Yeah, I think you're, you're referring to Matthew nine thirteen. Mm-hmm. It talks, it says it's not the healthy that need a doctor, yeah. but the sick. Mm-hmm. And that's a perfect analogy because really the truth is like, not only like we need to we need to be connected to the vine, but we also need to be reaching out to the people that don't have a relationship with Jesus and sharing the love of Jesus with them. So can we, can we talk about this real quick? How are some way? What are some things or what are some ways that you can share the love of Jesus with other people? Uh, just like whatever you do, I mean, like whatever they do, their actions. Just tell them, hey, that that's like not. Like, like if Jesus was here right now, is that what you'd be doing? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta what? support people. Like, somebody's going through a tough time, you can't push them away just because they did something. You yeah. gotta help them get through it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I also think you should spread the gospel too. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so, I mean, I love, I love when, like Jesus, just very clearly at the end when he's, it's called the great commission. And he says, go and make disciples. Right. So he's talking to the disciples. So they just watched how he made disciples for three years. And he says, go and make disciples, like go and do what I did. Right. And the other thing Jesus says is like, if they, they'll know you that you're my disciples it, by uh, the way that you love one another. Right. Like they'll know that you love me, that you're a follower of me by the way that you love other people because it's so radical. So what are, what are some, I was, I was going to ask this, like, you guys, you guys all go to school. Um, you're all in high school. You're all teenagers. What are some ways that you can radically show love to your peers, right? Like, what are some ways that in your school, like, you can get creative, but, like, what are some ways you can radically show, not just tell, but show the love of Jesus? You can go above and beyond showing love and passion, like, so many people have horrible attitudes because we're doing this assignment. We got we got to go to this hour with this teacher. You could just be like, "Hey, it's all right." You know, this is not a big deal in the end. So, we can be positive and support one another. Yeah, that's true. Right? Like talking about support. Like sometimes, sometimes the people in the world, in our lives, that are going through the most, are the ones that need us to step up the most, right? Like if your friends are really going through it, even if here's the thing, this has always bothered me. Okay. Like I had a pastor tell me one time, well, it's, it's the device of their own making. So, and it's like, okay, I get that. But people don't really care when they're in a pit, whether it's, they fell in on their own fault by, because of their own actions and their own fault or not. They just want help out of the pit. You know what I mean? Like nobody cares. Nobody wants a lecture. You're sitting out of the pit like you could have avoided this. Like that doesn't, you get what I'm saying? Like that doesn't help anybody. So how do we, how do we show love? How do we show empathy versus sympathy? Like sympathy is like, Oh no, I'm sorry. You fell in the hole. But empathy is, is, is climbing in and helping them get out. How do we do that? Like, what do you think? What do you guys think? Phil's got something brewing. So I think a way you can help them is give them advice, give them a plan of how, with the example of falling in the hole, you know, come up with a plan. Not everything will work at first, but if you just keep trying and you believe in the Lord and you trust what he has planned for you, 
you will find your way out. Anybody else? That was good. Wait, what was the question again? So, what are some ways that you can? What are some ways that you can show people the love of Jesus? Show them empathy, like when they're in the pit. Uh, walk your talk. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you're if you go up to somebody and tell them about God and five minutes ago you're just swearing, mm-hmm. what are they gonna? This is a false representation yeah. of God. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I drew, I drew a hard line tonight. Like just so you know, like I said, if you're cussing all the time, nobody thinks you're Christian. I'm sorry, they just don't. You might disagree if you're listening to this and you disagree with me. That's fine, but like I'm just gonna tell you, as a pastor of 12 years, when people when people cuss all the time, it does not represent Jesus the way that they think it does, right? So like. Be careful with your tongue. Like, how do you represent Jesus in the way you live? How do you represent Jesus in the way? Like, here's the other thing. It's, it's not just cussing. Like, if you go and you're just making fun of somebody terrible, and then you go and try to tell somebody about Jesus, what do they think about you? You're a hypocrite, right? Like, that, that you, you don't actually believe the things you say. So we got to be careful because all of these things, uh, all of these things tie in together, right? So what I'm gonna ask this, like this is open the floor is open to anybody. Like what is a good life? When we look at when we look at how we're supposed to live, what do you think the good life is? What do you think the good life is? Not, a good life for me would just be not worrying about what's going on. Just knowing that I'm gonna have an eternal life in heaven. And so if I fail this math test, you know, whatever. I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. <laughs> That's a great Andrew Hosmer, the hot take, if you fail your math test, it's okay. You're still going to heaven. That's that's what everybody, bottom line, walk away. That, thank you, math teachers at Columbia Central are going to be mad at me. But I mean, but you, there's, a, there's, a, there's a hint of truth there, right? Like, it, it's it's okay. Like, we, have, we make mistakes. We have missteps. But that doesn't change our relationship with Jesus, right? Jesus is constant. Yeah. Mark. I think, oh, I need to be in the microphone. Sorry, I'm producing, so I can't actually tell if I sound good. But <laughs> part of it, like like jumping in the pit, walking with people, and walking them through it, and reminding them of the love that Jesus has for them, the grace that Jesus has for us. I know that for me, I try to do that when I have people in my life that I'm close with that are walking through something. Honestly, a lot of the time, they're already getting everybody telling them the things they should be doing and being like, wow, why did you do that? You shouldn't have done this. And like, not, not, you shouldn't be like, you did everything right. It should be like, Hey, no matter what, God still loves you. Like, that's all that matters. Like you could screw everything else up, but God still loves you. And that you can have comfort in that. And I know I've helped walk some of my friends through that, that have just gone through really low times and really tough times. And like, I know for me, when I've been at that point, I've like, I get the, I see less value in myself than God sees type of moment. When I screw things up, I'm like, wow, I just screw everything up all the time. That's all I do is screw things up. But then I've had loving people that have been in my life that have been like, whoa, 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 slow your roll. That's a dumb thing you just said, because God loves you through your mistakes. God loves you for who you are, the value that he puts on you. What you do does not determine your value. What God says is what determines your value. And so walking with those people and reminding them of that, of that love and that grace that God has for every one of us, because I'm not perfect. Nobody in this room is perfect, but God still loves each and every one of us. So that's just my. I also think you should stop worrying about the now when you know what's coming, because Jesus is coming. Yeah, that's huge. That's huge. 
Well, any other closing thoughts before we wrap up this this podcast? This is a good one. I like I like doing this. So you guys are awesome. Any thoughts? Yeah, uh, live every day like it's your last because, like, if you knew Jesus was coming tomorrow, wouldn't you do? Wouldn't you spread the word to everybody? Yeah. Also, like, if you really want to show, make people feel comfortable to come to you, you gotta you gotta show, you gotta show it. You can't just sit in the corner when somebody's being bullied or anything. You gotta show it. Show that you'll stick up for them. Well, this has been awesome. We're in uh, week two of the good life. Next week is week three. Uh, join us on Wednesday nights from 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock in Brooklyn for the Lodge or in Jackson uh, from 6.30 to 8 o'clock on Sunday nights. This has been another episode of LodgeCast. Remember, till everybody knows. That's what we're about, till everybody knows. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time. Peace.